0: For those of you that don't know me, my name is Andrés. I'm one of the pastors here at NVC, um, and I just want to welcome you. Welcome you today. Today is very special. Um, I'm gonna. If if you don't know me, or just know me a little bit, um, I love to share things about my life on the messages. So you'll be able to start to get to know me a little bit more. And um, I just want to tell you. Um, not only a pastor here, but this year I celebrated my 25th anniversary with my wife, Claudia. <laughs> she doesn't like the spotlight, so she's like. <laughs> we have a couple of babies uh, Erica and Nicolas. Um, Erica is 25 years old, and uh, Nicolas is 23. Uh, but today, I want to share something that has been very special on my life during this season. And today, I want to share a little bit about Noah. Noah is my grandson. Yes, I know, I'm a a grandfather, I know. doesn't look like, but yes. (laughs) Just kidding. I I don't feel like it, but I I will. (laughs) Um, So here, here are some pictures. You know, it has been... What a blessing during this season. He was born just before the pandemic started, the the COVID, with all this. He's now two years old, two and a half, and he has brought a lot of joy to our house. And especially in my life. Now, let me tell you this um, my wife works, and Erica, my daughter, uh, she lives with me with Noah. She works in San Francisco. So she has to wake up really early and then uh, go and take the train station to the train station, take the train, and then she comes very late. And my wife, you know, goes with her and uh, she drops her off at the train station. So guess who stays with Noah (laughs) and who has to get him ready, who has to, uh, you know, take him to daycare and all that. So it has been A completely different experience for me. But one experience that has brought me a lot of joy, love, and just able to cherish the the present. Uh, Not only the present of today, but the present of God. Um, Noah has has brought a lot of great things to our house. But, this is the Instagram story. (laughs) What you see here is this. He's the cutest, that's the ah uh, moment, that's, uh, that's what everybody wants to show up. But if you get to know him during the day, <laughs> while I have to wake him up, and he doesn't want to wake up, while I, want, I need to get him ready, give him breakfast on everything, and he's like the little Tasmanian, that's how you call it, uh, the Uh, he's like you know he's like the king of the hill because everybody in the house needs to do whatever he says and he doesn't speak yet so that's (laughs) I'm I'm very concerned about that he doesn't speak yet and you know everybody has to do whatever he wants Um, he has a a great personality I don't want to say a bad temper but he has a great personality (laughs) And when he doesn't get something, oh, that's, that's, that's the story that I want to share with you guys today. Um, he is, is a struggle, too. So it's not only a joy, but it's a struggle. And um, the, the, the area that I've struggled the most is something that maybe some of you parents may relate. And it's whenever he wants to drink something— whenever he wants his milk. Now, when he was a little baby, and um, let me just share with you something. Whenever he was a little baby, you know, I used to give him um, the bottle, uh, but he grew up out of this, and you know, he didn't want his milk anymore on this. So he wanted a cup, like a, he starts seeing the cups with all the big kids and everything, and he wanted one of those. And that's where my struggle started, because there are many different cups, and you can get so much, I don't want to say frustration, God is working patience in me, <laughs> <laughs> but you have all these different kinds, um, and then you probably can relate to me, but for example, we started with this one, but the problem with this one, he, he very soon uh, started using the straw and he knows how to use it, but this has a straw that is very rigid. So, whenever he wants to go like this, thinking that he's gonna get the milk, you know, the straw doesn't work. And then he starts crying. He starts, you know, his, his beautiful personality comes out. <laughs> so then, <laughs> then we start changing to different things. Then we say, okay, let's, let's get one of these that it doesn't have a straw, but it has, you know, you can lift it up like this. Uh, the problem with this is that we found out that the hole is really small so he was getting frustrated because he was getting just a little bit and he wanted more and and he will take this and you know if he didn't get the right amount he will throw it away and that's that's another frustration. Um, so anyways uh, then we, we found one that, that has a bigger hole uh, this bigger hole, but the problem with this is whenever he went like this and if the, the cup is too full, this will fall apart <laughs> and then it will make a huge mess. You, you can start seeing my frustration, right? Yeah. Um, then, then we found this. Uh, this one didn't work either, so th- that was another issue. Um, we, we even got him a thermo, uh, but then he, he found out that um, you can uh, undo this. And he couldn't undo it just like his grandpa, so he was very frustrated as well. See? There you go. Um, so, but he will close it. He will love this one, but he will close it and he didn't know, and so he will get very frustrated as well. So, okay, we, we tried it, but it didn't work. So I was so frustrated that I finally gave him one of my own, but it ended up too big as well for him. And, you know, I was so tired. I, I didn't know what, what will work for him. So anyways, you can see I tried everything (laughs) that there is up there um, until I found the one. When we started using this one, and I'll explain to you, and when everything started working, I could literally hear the angels singing... (laughs) So this, I love this one because um, he loves the straw. That's, that's, that's how he, he, he likes it the most. So he likes the straw. Um, but whenever he goes like this, you can see that it has like a flexible tube. So whenever he goes like this, then the tube will go to the bottom and it will still work. Um, and then you can close it. So it's, it's not a problem to make a mess or anything like that. And he could still do this and do this. And so this was perfect. This is the one that has brought a lot of joy to my house as well. So the baby brought a lot of bo- a joy. This baby also brought a lot of joy to me. Um, it has brought a smile to my face. So much that I separated this cup. I, I, I separated. It has a special place at home. And if... If it's not there, then you'll start seeing my personality at home because I cannot find it. Um, so that was the one. Now, you say, what has all this to do with today's message? Today's message, I call it the one. And if you pay a lot of attention on the bulletin, you'll find in the circle a hidden image. Oh, there you go. Hopefully you can remember this. Now, let me tell you why this. Um, because the passage of today, um, Paul la- loves to use this illustration. About that all of us are like cups, like vessels. Okay? Let me show you what he what says on 2 Timothy. 2 Verse 20. He says, Now in a great house there are only vessels, there, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honorable use and some for dishonorable use. Therefore, the next verse, if anyone cleanses himself for what is dishonorable, he will be a vessel for honorable use. Um, I have trouble with that word, so basically what he's saying, Paul, is that all of us are like vessels, like cups. And you can bring honor to God or you can bring dishonor to God. You can put a smile on God's face by Which cup of this you decide to be? Now, what what Paul is telling us is there are many different styles. But pay attention to this. That he also says that you have a saying on which cup of this you want to be. You can be one that brings honor or you can bring one that brings dishonor. And the way that it works is how we clean uh, ourselves, how, how, how clean we are, basically, uh, in God's eyes. Now, here is, here is the, the important question that I have for you. The question is which cup would you like to be? If you were a cup, any one of these cups, which cup would you like to be? Would you like to be one that is very straight, stringent, and there is no flexibility, there is no space for love, uh, everything has to be by the rule, and sometimes God needs to work on grace on you, or you want to be one that, um, that whenever God uses, in the beginning it's fine, but then it makes, us, makes a mess all over <laughs> the place. Or you want to bring that one that is is very difficult to 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 get something out of you. And 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 people can maybe even start getting frustrated. Um, Or you want to be one that is so complicated that people don't don't even want to approach you because they don't even know how to handle you. Or do you want to be one that will bring a smile to God's face? Do you want to be the perfect one, the one that God can use in every situation? Not only when you're facing in one direction, but also when things are not going well, when things are upside down on your life, God can still use you. Uh, for his purposes. So, so, so the question is. Which cop you want to be. Because what, what Paul is saying is. You can be one of these ones. And God can still use you. But the one. That he. Uh, has a special heart. in A special place in his heart. Is the one that he can use. The most. Now. God will give us different opportunities. And, and we'll talk about that in a second. But, but sometimes I've been all of these cops. Sometimes I've been the one that has done mess, a mess or, or too strange or, or difficult. Or Sometimes I've been one of these. But as I become to cooperate with what God is doing in my life, He starts showing me the type of cop that He wants me to be, and like I say, God has a great um, saying on, on on that type of cup, but you also have a saying on which cup you want to, to be so look what what Paul says to Timothy. this is going to be the the theory. this is going to be like like the lesson that he 's going to give to Timothy, and then he 's going to give the, the practical stuff he says. Uh, in verse 21, uh, second part, he says, Set apart as holy, useful to the master of the house, ready for every good work. Now, I, when I first read this many years ago, I, I, I got to tell you, I was a little bit scared. Because holy? <laughs> Me? Holy? <laughs> um, Noah got the temper from me in certain areas. And um, uh, just to share a little bit more about me, especially because I see a lot of youth, but when I was 14 years old, I had already run out of my house three times. I was very difficult, um, and I had a a lot of issues in the house and everything. And um, I'm I'm telling you this because you might see the, the, the Instagram picture right here. But in reality, we all have issues. We all have things that God has been able to work with and and make something beautiful out out of us. So so the first thing that I want to tell you is that when you allow God to work in your life, then He says that He's going to set you apart. He's going to He's going to make you holy. Now, here, here is what I didn't understand. The Bible has, when it refers to holy, it's talking about three different things. So we have to be careful which one we're talking about. The first one is, as soon as we accept Christ uh, as our Savior, He says that He makes us holy. He separates us. Uh, we're no longer of this world. Now we're separated for His kingdom. Okay. So, so it's not like you have become perfect as soon as you accept Christ. Um, you have become separated. The same thing happened when, when he chose Israel. He says, you're going to be a nation separated for me. And, and the same, every time we become part of his family, then he's going to set us apart. So don't be afraid of the word holy, because sometimes you think that holy is somebody perfect. Or somebody that has done so many great things to so many people that now he's considered a holy person. God, as soon as you accept him in in your heart, he makes you holy. He separates you. But there is a second holy that the Bible talks about. about, And um, it's also known as progressive sanctification. Meaning that from the moment that you accept Christ, God is going to start working in your life. And he's going to start to tell you the things that you, you should be run away, the do's and the don'ts. Um, I'm referring to last message from Dave. That's a, that was a great message, by the way. If you didn't hear it, please go back and, and see it on our website, on the, on the YouTube channel. But um, as, soon as, as soon as we accept Christ, he starts working in us. And he start makes making a beautiful creation out of us. look what Ephesians 2:10 says he says, "For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works. Now make, let me make sure that you understand this when when God is saying that we are One thing is his creation. All humans are, everything that you see is his creation. But here he's talking about in Jesus Christ, meaning the people that have trusted their lives to Jesus Christ. He says that we are his workmanship. And the word for workmanship is a beautiful creation. Is is like something so grand. Is like a like a Mona Lisa. Like he's making out of you like a, like a Mona Lisa, or like he's he's, he's making the, the 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 David. He's he's doing something so beautiful, so unique, and he's transforming your life. Now, as as far as progressive sanctification is, he'll start with the chisel in your life, and sometimes he'll remove very fine things. And sometimes he'll remove chunks out of your lives. Sometimes it hurts. I'm like, and, and sometimes you have to go through some things to be able to understand what God wants in your life. Just allow him to work in you a masterpiece. But, but look what he says he says, um, We are um, created in, G- in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Because you might be staying there and you may be saying, yeah, I love the illustration, that's really nice, but why do I have to be a cop? <laughs> why, why can I do whatever I want? Why, why can I have joy? Why, why do, do I have to be one of these cops? And what God is telling us is that He wants to create something beautiful out of you, and he wants the best, and to be able to do that, he has already created a plan for you. He already has created, or he will put in front of you, uh, special occasions where you can do good works. So part of the process of accepting Christ in your life is knowing that he's making something beautiful in you. And that is not about you. It's about the the plan that God has in your life. And and that not everything is about you, that you fit. You are like a perfect piece that is going to fit in something beautiful that God is doing uh, in in all of his purposes. And due to that, then he's going to use you and me to be able to accomplish that. Do you know that the preferred way that God has to come to somebody that doesn't know him is through you and me? Sometimes it's hard for me to understand. Because like I say, me? How? how what can I give? What can I, you know? And then God loves to use us in whatever he's accomplishing. And even more, those of you that don't feel worthy of being used. You know why? Because God knows that if he uses you, you are not going to get the glory. God is going to be the one that gets the glory. So it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter your past. It doesn't matter your future. It doesn't matter your present right now. God has prepared good works for all of us so that we can accomplish them, so that we can be part of whatever he's doing, so that when somebody's suffering, the same things that you went through, you're able to go to that person and say, you know what, the same thing that you're going through, I went through, and this is what God did on my life. Or or, or if somebody's curious or if somebody wants to continue to grow, or if somebody just needs to, to, somebody to hear him, you are the one that God wants to use. Now, taking that in consideration, if God wants to use me, I want to be used in a way that I can put a smile on God's face. Not because of obligation, not because I understand, That he's going to use me? Is because I know how much he loves me. I know how much he wants the best for me. He demonstrated everything. He gave everything that he had. The most precious thing. Because he loves us. And when you're able to understand how much love, love God has for you. Then the only thing that you want to do is just. Bring a smile to his face. And if, if he's going to use me regardless, I want to be used the best way. And that's what Paul is telling Timothy. He's telling God has something for you that you don't even imagine what is going to happen with your life. You know why? Because I was able to experience the goodness of God. Because I was able to be used by God in such an amazing way that now that i reflect back on my life that now that i'm about my life is about to end i want to share with you that the best thing to be able to live well is to understand that god wants to use you it doesn't matter like i say your position your past even your age god still has purposes for you beautiful things that he has prepared for you so you can step into it and be part of what God is doing. So, if I know I'm, I'm, I, I have been set apart, if I know that even though that doesn't mean that I'm perfect, that I'm holy um, in, in, in that regards, but that he still works in me, he's, he's in a process, a process of sanctification, then I want to please him. And this is what is happening today. I think that the message of holiness has been so lost in the, in the church now, in these days, that people just want to talk about how you can be better, how you can get out of your problems, um, how can you improve in certain areas, and everything... Um, may may seem so trivial. Let me tell you that the most important thing that Jesus did was to die on that cross so that you and me can have a new relationship with God. But Jesus, the, the life of Jesus is as important as the death of Jesus because he came And he showed us how to live well. He was or he is our best example of holiness. He is the one that we should be the ones that want to do the same things that he did. Have the same heart that he had. Being able to have compassion the way that he did. Being able to speak truth. The, the way that he did. So his life is a perfect example. But here is our part. It's called obedience. And that's something that you have to work. You have to be intentional about that. If you want to become the best <laughs> that you can be, you have to work at it. And, and God is a perfect gentleman. He will not force anything on you. He knows that love is not forced. He will not force you to love him. That's something that, that has to come out of you. The same thing with obedience. When we obey God, we're showing him how much we love him. And it's, it's, it's not about doing it the wrong way. will be, oh, I'm doing it because he said so. No, it's because I'm able to see his example. I, I want to be obedient to what he's showing me. And I do really want to make a difference and wants to be used by God. So, so this, that's the second holy that is, that is talked in the Bible. The third holy is when all, all of us are going to go to heaven. And then he says all sin is going to be removed. And now we're going to be like, like a, a new creation. And then everything is going to change. So that's the completion of holiness. But we are in this present right now. And just know that he's working in you so that you can also work in others. And be better uh, vessel or be better cup that, that can be used in, a, in such a special way. So let me, let, me, let me just use an illustration that Dave used uh, last week, he was talking about what is right. If, if you see fire, do you yell fire or, or you try to be calm about it and you just say fire or, or let's, let's start moving or what do you do? When he was asking the question, it's like, uh, I see all the options of like, no, 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 no. It depends. It really depends. <laughs> uh, you don't have that option in, in your answer. But, but here, let, let me take that illustration. A bit further okay because now what Paul is gonna do is he's gonna become very practical he gives us the theory he, he, he gave us the, the lesson the instruction so we can understand how it works but now he's gonna say this is how you work in your holiness okay and look what it says um, if you have fire um, we have to be careful because we can also create a problem if we start yelling fire, if we start telling people fire. If you don't know what to do or where to exit or the path that you should take, then everybody's gonna start going different directions and then it's gonna create more chaos. chaos. So it's gonna, be, it's gonna be a bigger issue, okay? So this is what Paul says. Look what it says in the, in the next verse. It says, So flee youthful passions. So the first thing, fire. We have to run. We have to flee. That's what Paul is saying. Flee, run. Don't, don't stay. Don't, don't, don't give one more look. Don't, don't continue to wonder or ponder about that situation. Just stay away from that. Not even stay away. It says run. Run for your life. Don't, don't contemplate that. Just run. Just get away from that. That's the first thing. So, so you run. And then, but don't run like chickens without heads. <laughs> I don't know if you've been able to watch, but in Colombia, I'm from Colombia. Um, I, we used to have a, like a little farm with my, my father. And um, they had animals, they had chickens and everything. And the, the memory that I have that it will never go away is when they cut the head of a chicken. <laughs> because that chicken continued to run, continued to... I don't know if you, you want to watch a video on YouTube or anything like that, but... <laughs> but, but that is, you know, it stayed in my ma- mind and it's gonna be forever. That chicken without a head just running, uh, not even knowing where it goes or anything, and just continue to run. I was so impressed, so amazed that, that we have to be careful not to be chickens running, you know, without a head. So this is what Paul says. Paul says, And pursue righteousness, faith, love, and Peace. So he's saying, run from that, but now go in this direction. Which direction is that? Is you have to go and, and pursue what is right, faith, love, and peace. Now let me ask you something. Where do we find all of these things? Where, if it's not God, that we found, find all of these attributes? Not only attributes. God even says that he's, he's not an example of love. He is love. He is perfect peace. He is the right one. So, so all this faith is just running towards him. So Paul is saying, flee from that and run to God. Where you will find all these areas. Now this is where the Spirit... Start telling you things in your life. And there is an internal fight. Because the old you wants to do what you used to do when you were young. <laughs> what, what, what brought maybe some, sometimes a little bit of joy or pleasure. And then, and then once you say, okay, I want to set apart. I want to be away from that and start pursuing God and looking for God then there is going to be an internal battle. But let me tell you that what God wants in our lives is absolutely the best. And if we are just able to trust Him and allow Him to do whatever He needs to do in us, then we're going to have the results. Whatever you do in the present is what you're going to be able to collect in the future. If you're doing things not according to God right now, then you're going to collect problems and issues and things in the future. Because let me tell you something. God is not as interested as how well do you live here as much as your destination. He wants your eternal destination to be with Him. Even... If you have to suffer a little bit to understand that the only way is His way, so so sometimes we go through a lot of difficult situations, and we go to some trouble, and God is like pulling our ears or telling us the consequences of doing what you did in the past are this. And I allow you to go through that so you can understand what you really need in your life. So so some of the things that we go through are things that even God uses to bring him closer. Because the Bible says that everything that happened to us is for our own good. So he wants the best. He wants the best and the best is only found on him. So that's why he says, pursue God but I love this this is the last part of the verse look look what it says it says along with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart this is so important to get because we are in a season where we have to have social distance where where we have to be separated where where you know you have to be quarantined and this is so important to understand That is not easy for for our old selves to start looking for God. But if you do it in the company, in the fellowship of others that have the same desire, things are going to be much easier. You're going to be able to grow in a faster rate. If you are in the company of the same people that follow God as well. That with his heart or their heart are looking for God as well. That's why it's so important that you continue to come on Sundays. I know there is an option on YouTube. And I know there is a lot of different things that you can find. But fellowship is one of the most important things that you can do. That's why you cannot isolate yourself. There is no such thing as a Christian that is isolated. We have to be in the company of all of us. That's why we do the fellowship. That's why we have a great opportunity uh, in a couple of weeks about the old uh, family camp. That is a great opportunity to continue to create relationships and bonds. Because I'm telling you, whenever I had difficult situations in my life, God used other people to be able to comfort me, to be able to help me, and to be able to grow in the things of God. And that's how he continued to progressively sanctify you. So, so it's so important that we are together as a family. And, and right after the camp uh, in September, we're gonna start again uh, the small groups that we put in pass during the summer. So I will encourage you to be one of, in one of these groups. Um, there is one now for, for college uh, and for uh, young adults that is meeting every, Tuesday, every Sunday at 7 uh, with Pastor Matt. So if you are in that age, I will encourage you to reach out and be part of that fellowship because Paul is saying this is crucial for you as a Christian. Because as we start growing apart, then we start not only doing the things that we think are godly and we have nobody to correct us or teach us or show us, or you start growing apart from God. So that's why it's so important to be in the fellowship. And that's what Paul says. Now, um, look, look. I, I just, I just want to end with this because the next verse is something that Paul already said just a few verses ago. But whenever you find something that is repeated in the Bible, especially in such a, a short, uh, in the same page or whatever, uh, it's because it's, there is a lot of importance on this. But I do want you to hear what Paul is saying because that's something that we fail to do from time to time. And we need to be reminded all the time about these things. And look what it says on the, on the, on the next uh, three verses. It says, Have nothing to do with foolish, ignorant controversies. You know that they breathe quarrels. And the Lord's servant must not uh, be quarrelsome. But kind to everyone, able to teach, patiently enduring evil, correcting his opponents with gentleness. God may perhaps grant them repentance leading to a knowledge of the truth. And they may come to their senses and escape from the snare of the devil after being captured by him to do his will. Why is he repeating this? He just said that a few verses back. Why is he repeating it? Because we need to be reminded over and over and over again. Listen to me. It's not about who is right. It's not about if... if and, and let me put it this way. It's not about who wins... The discussion of who is right. When you do things out of love, when you have the best interest for another person, even if they don't share the same point of views, but you want the same, and you the only thing that you want is not for you to be right, but but love them, which is what God did with us, just being able to love them, then you're able to be patient. You're able to be away from some discussions that are not going to go anywhere. And you're able to do things that are required for the benefit of the other person. So here in this area, what we need to do is we need to ask God for wisdom. How can I love this person in such a way? How will you, how, how you used to love uh, or see that example in Jesus? Sometimes Jesus will come with the truth and, and just put everybody on its place. Sometimes he will say, you are forgiven. Don't do that anymore. So, so you have to ask for wisdom because it's not either or. It's what God is trying to do in that person. It doesn't matter if you win the argument. It doesn't matter if you're at the end. is right if you're going to lose that person. So... Keep that in mind. Love others. So not only look for God, not only be in the fellowship with others, but also part of your sanctification is to be able to love others. Love them as you love yourself. Want to, have, to want the, the, the best thing for their lives and to be able to act in a way that God is going to be able to work in them. Because if you are able to do that, they're going to be able to see something different in you. And that difference is God. That that has changed you has been only because of God. And everything that they're able to see will be able to experience for themselves is, if, they, if you present a good example for them, if you are interested on their benefits and whatever God wants to do in their lives. So out of all this, I want to be the one. <laughs> and it's something that I have to work on it. And, and I want to do two quick things before we end. And to, to be able to do this, I'm going to ask you for a favor. Please close your eyes so nobody is able to see. Don't concentrate on the person that is next to you. Don't, don't just ask God to talk to you in this moment and things have happened in this season in your life that might be difficult to deal with and sometimes God has allowed that in your heart so that you can run to him so that you can understand that only his ways are what is going to be the best for your life And if you haven't had the chance to do this and you want to start trusting God in your life, if you want to experience something different, I'm not saying that you're going to be perfect. I'm not saying that all the problems are going to go away. I'm just saying that with God in our corner, things are going to turn out much better for our own lives. Remember, He wants to do something beautiful in your life, even in this season. He wants to use whatever you're going through for His own good. But the only way to do that is to be able to trust, is to be able to understand, is to be able to experience God in your life. My testimony is that I knew about a God since I was very little. But I was never able to experience God until I opened my heart to him. So if you haven't had the chance and if you want to open your heart to God and just understand that your ways are not working out, that you are not the person that you want to be, that the things that you have done have caused a lot of pain. And that you want to do something different in your life. That you want to repent from those things and just give God a chance. And being able to declare Him as your Savior, as your King, as your God. If you want to do that right now, just lift up your hand. Nobody has to see you. Nobody has to do anything. Just lift up your hands. If you want to, God bless you, thank you. If you want to trust him, God bless you, thank you. If you want to trust what he wants to do in your life, if you're tired of what is going on, I'm just going to say one last thing. Well, last time, just lift up your hands. God bless you, thank you. God bless you, thank you. Lord, You are our everything. Not only you are our God, but you're a beautiful Father. And I just want to thank you for the people that just lift their hands. Because they want to open up their life, their heart. They want something different on their lives. Will you meet them where they are Will you make something beautiful out of them? Will you change the situation, their lives, and everything that they're going through so that they're able to experience you in a way that they never thought it could be done? We just ask for these people so that they can repent from their sins, their ways, the the life that they have to open their hearts and those of you that lift up your hand just, just say in, in your own heart God I repent God I want you in my life I understand that Jesus Christ gave his life so we can have a new relationship Will you come into my heart and start something new in my life with your help, with your guidance, with you as my God. In Jesus' name, amen. Now let let me do one more thing. Because we've been talking about which cup would you want to be? Maybe you have known God for a long time. But maybe your style of living is not reflecting your beliefs. Maybe you still struggle coming here, trusting God in certain areas. But in other areas, you say, no, God, leave this for me. You can have the whole house, but this closet, just leave it to me. If you want to change, if you're, trying to, you're tired of hiding things, if you want something different in those specific areas, if you want to allow God to continue to work in you and your holiness, if this is you, if you just want to continue to put a, a smile on God's face, I just want you to raise your hand as well. If you want to if if you want to continue to be a cup that is being used by God in such a way that will bring the most joy in his life, just raise your cup, your your hand. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you and God bless you. All of us have things to work on. None of us are perfect. Sometimes people will see the Instagram story of your life. But all of us continue to struggle. But I want to tell you something. There is nothing. There is no, no decision better for you, your life, and the ones that are around you than continue to trust God and allow him to do what he already started in your life. He wants to do a workmanship, a beautiful piece out of you. He, he, he doesn't want to, to settle for where you are. That's why sometimes he allows certain things in your life. That's why sometimes he wants you to change in certain areas. And me as, as one person that, that just able to share what God wants, as me, one person that has been able to experience the goodness of God, as me that is able to see in the relationship of my sons and my grandson that we want the best for them without any restriction, without anything in, 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 in change. If you're able to understand that, then you'll be able to understand what God wants for you. And I'm telling you, there is no better decision than to continue to trust God in your sanctification, in your setting apart, in you becoming one that He can use for His glory. So God, we just want in this moment to avail ourselves To continue to trust you. To continue to be obedient to the things that you're putting in our lives. I know sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes because of the situations we have been apart from you. There's some areas that we've been able to give you with open hands. And some areas that we're even afraid of just thinking about it. Will you continue to do a beautiful work in all of us? Will you allow us not only to understand what Paul is saying to Timothy, but also to be able to put it into practice in our lives, to continue to look for you, to continue to try to do our best so that we can present ourselves as a cup, just a cup, an instrument that you can use for your glory and your purposes. Continue to love us, guide us, and continue to be that good Father. Don't allow us to go to the right or to the left. Just allow us to concentrate on your eyes and trust you in everything that you do. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.